Yeah, we're going to onside kick again to start the game. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys get that? Um, you know, listen, when you're, when you're playing, you've you got to play disciplined football, number one. Um, you're playing a well-coached team. They're a disciplined football team. Uh, we have to be prepared for them, too, as they've had a couple of weeks now to really um, maybe come up with some wrinkles of their own, right? And, and that's, that's Coach Reed. And uh, he'll have, he'll have some, uh, some wrinkles up his sleeve, I know. But for us, it's just a matter of just staying disciplined and, and trusting what we're doing and just understand your role within your game plan, right, and, and, and just uh, execute each play one at a time. Spend any time on that circle huddle thing that you dropped a couple of weeks ago? I mean, do you have to? No, I mean, you know, they still have to line up and get set, you know. So um, it's it's fun and everything, and it's exciting, and and uh, players love it. I mean, I've been there with Coach Reed when when things like that happen, and the players are engaged. Players probably came up with it, quite honestly. Um, but uh, you don't have to spend too much time. Eventually, they got to get lined up within the forty second time limit. He felt like a triangle. Yeah. How often do you talk to him during, I assume not during the season? We talk, yeah, no, we talk during the season. Okay. Um, we do. Um, obviously, this week's different, but, and when we played him, you know, uh, a while back. But um, I still, listen, I, I, I owe a lot to Coach Reed, you know, on my career, not only as a player, but as a coach. And, and I still want to pick his brain and, and, and learn. He's been doing this a long time, and he's been, you know, really, really successful, you know, uh, at it. So, Anything I can learn and take away from him is, uh, is a blessing for me. Going back the, uh, the, the, the Dallas game, you have, um, including last Saturday, 12 turnovers, seven interceptions and five fumbles, but you haven't lost. Do you worry about that? I mean, how do you break a string of the turnovers? Do you focus on it, emphasize it? Is it a problem? Yes, you, you, you worry about it. Um, we're fortunate. We're very fortunate. We're very fortunate the other night. Uh, that doesn't happen. You know, for five five takeaways or five giveaways, and and come back and win a football game that just does not happen, and that's something that we we address our team a lot uh, about. And you know, I don't want to overemphasize it, but at the same time, they have to understand that uh, the 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 uh, the seriousness of keeping the football and the seriousness of creating takeaways. And you know, our defense has also been you know getting the ball a little bit here too, so that's that's been a bonus for us, but. You know, offensively, uh, we just can't give it away like we've been doing in order to, to win these games, especially now where we're at. Hey, Doug, after looking at the film, in terms of interceptions, uh, how many of the four, were, the first one was tipped, but how many of the four were the result of a bad decision? Uh, probably two of them, you know, honestly. Um, but listen, you know, he gets credit for four, and, and uh, you know, it's unfortunate that that happened. But, you know, uh, we don't make excuses for it. We just look at it. We try to correct it. You know, and, and as coaches, we we help help our players. You know, not not turn the ball over, and and especially the quarterback. So um, he understands it. We understand it, and you know, um, hopefully, we're better for it. And I was going to ask you what you learned about Trevor the other night, but you probably already knew that he had the type of character to bounce back from that and do what he did in the second half. You know, you saw it during the game. Uh, just the expression on his face. He never. He never wavered, you know. Um, you know, a play like that's going to happen. You don't want it to happen, but it does. And when it, and when it does, you just you you shake it off. You move on. You move move to the next play. And he did a great job of that, you know. And and so that's uh, that's a credit to to where he is, you know, from a maturity standpoint in his uh, in his development. Doug, 
Doug, have you ever played for a coach that was up and down personality-wise, demeanor-wise, and is that, if so, is that kind of why you always make it a point to be? Which coach are you referring to? Anyone, any, any level. Like, did you play for a guy like that, and did that influence the way you kind of treat and make sure that you're always even-keeled? You know, the coaches I've played for were all very level-headed demeanor, um, never got too high, never got too low. Yeah, they can get emotional, you know, but but never, never really coached that way. Um, stayed stayed level headed, um, and that's probably where you know I get some of it from. You know, just learning from that. Are you any different in terms of treating this team, treating these players, or demeanor, personality wise, than you were in Philly at all, or no? No, um, you know, I just think I just think you learn from, you know, your time. Where, where I was before, and, and uh, sometimes it's big picture, right? It's just sometimes you get, you get, you know, you can't see the forest through the trees, and, and now you kind of look at things a little bit big picture and, and uh, have a little different perspective, and those are all things that are learned. I'm sure a lot of coaches have influenced you, but why does Andy, why does it come back to Andy all, all, all the time? Well, when I first went to Green Bay in 1995, okay, until now, how many years is that? It's a lot of years. Um, that's 20, how many? 28. It's 28 years, almost 30 years. So that's 30 years of my, my professional life that I've, I've been influenced by him, so that's why it always comes back to him. It's half your life, almost. It's more than half. What am I? I'm 50. I'll be 55 in two weeks. So, yeah. You've had the, uh, the wind at your back the last couple of weeks with the fans here. Your team's played in the noise, but now you'll have it in your face. And that's a different animal, obviously, in the playoffs. Yeah. So how do you – does this – the last two weeks help your team in any way to play in the noise, or how do you get them ready for that? It's, it does help us, but it, nothing prepares you for that. I can, I can turn the noise here as loud as I want, and it's not going to make an impact. Um, you know, but it's loud for them. You know, uh, it's loud for their defense. And, and um, you know, we both have to play in it, obviously. But it's a, it's a great atmosphere, and, and these, these fans are um, they're, they're passionate about the Chiefs, obviously, and uh, it's it's the loudest for a reason. And uh, we've just got to be able to go in there and just it just it just focuses you in, you know, more specifically on your job. You know, you got to be able to hear in the huddle, uh, things of that nature, and um, you just got to have a lot of the nonverbal communication, you know, on point. Does it help at all having already been there this year, or is playoffs just kind of a different animal? No, it does. It does. The, just the environment, being there, seeing it. Some of the guys haven't been there before, you know, and, and having gone there, you know, during the season helps a little bit. But this will be this will be different. Um, you know, playoff football is different. And the crowds are different, and uh, um, this one, yeah, this one will be pretty loud. Doug, what kind of season did Chris Jones have on the defensive line for them? He's had a great season. Um, this guy. Um, Probably one of the best, if not the best, we've seen, you know, this season, and and we've played some good ones. You know, these interior D linemen, and you know, he's uh, he's explosive, he's powerful, he can move guys off spots, rush the passer. I mean, it's just there's not a whole lot he can't do, and um, we've got to be, uh, you know, uh, understand where he is. And, you know, teams try to put as many hands on him as possible, and and, they, and he still gets there. So. Great player, a lot of respect for him. Love watching him play, um, and uh, also, also, you know, our guys understand that, and, and they'll play hard. Because you guys have had this late surge, kind of come out of nowhere, about as much as any other team in the playoffs. You know, there's there's the narrative out there that okay, now the Jaguars are, are playing with house money. 
but your experience as a, as a coach and player, I mean, you can't just say, well, you know, if we don't win this week, not a big deal, we'll play with house money. But I mean, you have to embrace these opportunities. You, you, you're, there's no guarantee you're going to keep getting them year after year yeah. after year. Whether it's our money or house money, um, we're here. And uh, it's a credit to those players in the locker room and the coaching staff for, you know, believing in each other, obviously working hard. Um, what we've done down the stretch, re you know, regardless of the mishaps, we're here, you know, and, and um, you know, I, I try to block out the best I can with the team. You just block out the noise. You block out the negativity. You block out whether it's lack of respect or whatever, you know, we have a young quarterback, whatever it might be. Um, you know, we're one of four in the AFC left. And um, that says a lot. It says a lot about these guys. And, um, you know, we're excited for the opportunity. Are you aware? A lot of people would consider, you know, having to go to Arrowhead, you know, as, as probably as much as daunting task as I guess any other venue that you would go to, right? But what would be your message to your players? I mean, it w I would think it would be to embrace this opportunity, no matter how challenging it may seem, sometimes, you know, I mean, trying to you, overcome you, the biggest odds. You're, you're right. You're right. You, and you kind of took the words out of my mouth. I mean, you know, it's a great atmosphere. We got to embrace it. You know, no one expects us to do anything, you know, so go play, have fun, enjoy the moment. Um, and let's see what happens. You know, we've, 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 we've put ourselves in this position to be one of the four remaining AFC teams. And, you know, you got a lot to play for. And uh, whether we win, whether we lose, you know, our season was a huge success. You know, from, from that standpoint, first year together, overcome a lot of adversity from last year to this year and pushing these guys through and um, just go go play and have fun. Are you aware that Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game on a Saturday? This guy. <laughs> 37 and 0. High school, college, and pros. He's not the first one, so. That's pretty impressive. Nah, yeah, a lot, a lot. Next question. <laughs> you should do that every time you ask the You're absolutely right. Uh, it was all, do you go back to that Week 10 game and looking at it with fresh eyes this week, do you see anything that stands out that, you know, will Yeah, you I, I do. You know, we obviously we study that one, but, you know, I think um, offensively we know we can play better. We didn't execute early in that game very well. Um, had opportunities. We missed some kicks early that probably could have kept us in the football game, made it a little bit closer. Um, <clears throat> we had a touchdown called back, you know, things of that nature. We just got to execute better uh, looking at that. And defensively, um, we settled down in the second half. But again, um, just the, the mental mistakes, you know, the errors that we made of, you know, being out of position or, you know, out of alignments and gaps and things of that nature. So, yeah, we'll go back and obviously look at that. Uh, we've made the correction since then. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, go out and, and put a, you know, put a four quarter game together. Cisco had two pretty big hits in that game. Is in your experience, is that something that lingers in like the opposing team's minds when they get another shot? No, not really. Not really. I mean, it's usually over with. You know, um, so yeah, no.